Hello, listeners. Welcome back to the Pause On Podcast. Today, we have a special guest, Cheryl Harder from the Dusty Ridge Equine Center. Welcome, Cheryl. Hello, and thank you for having me. Do you mind telling them what you do at the center and what kind of services you offer? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, So at Dusty Ridge Equine Center, there's actually a wide variety of services that we are offering but it all revolves around uh, the love that we have for animals and we love having people interact with them. So I'll highlight a few of them. There's a few different services that, um, that we really focus on and that we kind of revolve around. So a little bit of background um, at Dusty Ridge Equine Center, our goal is not only to help develop life skills with horses, but also to give people the opportunity to experience just in a natural environment. We were, we were born and raised in the family farm system, and we actually really didn't realize how fortunate we were to be surrounded by animals all the time, and especially horses. So we took that lifestyle for granted. Uh, we now realize how fortunate we actually are, and we're, we're wanting to be able to give others that opportunity as well. So the main, the main focus is the equine assisted learning program. So Equine assisted learning in a nutshell is it's an individual learner established program that works within a group setting. So you're learning and you're developing on your own, but you're doing it within a group, right? Mm -hmm. So it encourages, yeah, it encourages the human development on, on your, in your own pace, right? So everybody develops differently. Everybody has their own path that they're following, but you do it in a group format. So there's different exercises that that we work with and everybody finds themselves learning valuable valuable life skills but in a different environment it's a fun and an exciting atmosphere um for example we often put limitations on ourselves that actually may or may not be there and so this kind of helps us to look look outside of that like are we putting boundaries on ourselves that needn't be there are we imposing them upon ourselves oh, and how can that. we Yes, it is, right? Because often often we look at ourselves and, oh, I can't do this and I can't do that. And actually, take a deep breath and let's see how we can navigate this and, and you can do it, right? Absolutely. Oh, and, and the self-awareness and building confidence is, is, is so huge. And, it play, and the horses, they play such a huge role in it. So, yeah. So the equine-assisted learning is, um, is the main focus. And that's kind of what all the other services revolve around. Um, and the horses, because they, they play such a huge part in it. So, and everybody, everybody's on their own individual path, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's, and I love that you said you take, you took it for granted originally because I was in the same boat. You only realize like once you're long past all these stages that how much an animal actually helped you. So like, I just, I love everything you're saying, but sorry to interrupt. Keep going. No, no, that's great. And and going back to that again, for so many people, it's so important because a horse and, and your, your dogs too, pets, animals, right? They cast mm-hmm. no judgment. No. So to them, it doesn't matter what brand of clothing you're having. It doesn't matter if you're wearing shoes, what, what brand of shoes or your hairstyle, nothing to that matters. Like the horse looks right through that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. They're just, they're so loyal and loving. It's, it's a mm-hmm. really, it's an unconditional love that it you is. can't always get from people. Nope. 
And, you know, you can, I can ask you, you know, how was your day? And you can say, well, you know, it was good. And I can take that at face value because I don't know, like, was it or wasn't it? Right. And, and the horse will look right through that and like, eh, no, that's actually not how you're feeling today. They have to mm-hmm. feel that they're a prey animal, right? So they're super, super in tune with their senses. Absolutely. So they, they see right through that. So they, they basically, it's, um, they help us to recognize the tools that we have inside ourselves to help navigate life. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> yeah. Like, I guess, yeah. I guess that's it in a nutshell, right? It so, is, yeah. Yeah. So there's, yeah, that's the biggest part is the equine assisted learning. Um, and then along with that come riding lessons. So we offer individual and group lessons as well. And there we, we have two indoor, well, one indoor arena and one outdoor arena. And we also have pastors. And, and so there's always, we want to, we want to be outside whenever we can, whether primriting, we're outside. Awesome. So yeah it just gives people time go ahead sorry on the like colder days of winter that we have here um would you use your indoor arena or is that is that kind of you just hold out to nicer weather nope we're always inside then and uh, we actually have it's heated as well it's insulated and heated yep so we can go we can go year round which is really nice that is it's so important because winter really hits people hard Um, It does. It's definitely a a season that's a little bit harsher here than in some other areas too. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And yeah, so there's riding lessons and then we also offer summer camps and they're one week programs. And uh, so there's limited space because we only do seven people per week. Okay. And it's such a, that's, that's really awesome because you're the, the, the riders are here every, every day for a week. So they ride twice a day. They learn all about the horses. They develop new friendships. They build confidence. Um, it's that's a really really neat time to watch people how they can grow in a week, right? Yeah, and it's it's cool that there you only have seven people, so you can actually really harness in and focus on each one, and they probably grow um, better relationships with each other doing that too. Yeah, it, we didn't want to overload, right? Because we don't yeah. want someone to fall through the cracks. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah, and then. Yeah, then we offer, you know, we offer assisted riding for people that are maybe struggling with physical or, or mental or social social issues in their life too. So we offer assisted riding for that as well. Oh, that is awesome. I, I just want, I want to go there so badly. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on down. <laughs> <laughs> and what made you get into this profession in the first place? Many, many years ago, my husband and I, we dreamed about having a place where people could come and be a part of nature and interact with animals. It didn't, the timing, the timing wasn't like, I'm talking like 20 years ago, right? And so the timing was never right until now. And years later, like we're looking at where we're at now and where we started a few years ago, our children have the same passion, right? Yeah, um, that's, that's very lucky. But it's, Oh, it's, yeah. It's almost it really hard is. not to have a passion for animals when you're raised around them, though. Yep. And as they got older, too, they really appreciated it, right? Right, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we uh, God is opening and closing doors as we're going, and we're going with it. And it's very exciting. Very exciting to see where it's going to go. Yeah. I, like, growing up with parents like you and a facility like this, that would have been so awesome, especially in those, you know, tough high school years. That would have been such a pro to living with with you guys. Oh, and we really noticed it with our with our children too. They would come home, and they would 
seriously, they'd go outside and they'd spend about an hour with the horses and the animals and they'd come back in and it was like they were refreshed, they had reset and they were ready to go again. Oh, it's yeah. it's such a powerful thing that people don't even know until they've done it or do it or have mm-hmm. tried to live without it, you know? <laughs> I know. Yeah. See, and, and for our daughter too, she uh, she's a certified animal assisted therapy practitioner and she connects so well with youth and with horses. So for her, this is just, it, it's a dream come true, really. That is awesome. It, it's almost hard to find people that are into animals and humans. You usually get one or the other. Um, right. So to have a passion in both is actually probably something that gives you a leg up in in this exactly in a lot of areas yeah yeah it's amazing to see the connections that are made so yeah how did it start it was a dream I guess that took root many many years ago and now we're gonna see where it grows to I love that I (laughs) I strongly believe it'll just keep growing Um, oh we're excited (laughs) what is the outcome you often see of people who have been to your facility so that's, uh, that's a loaded question because everyone is on their own individual path, right? But yeah. I think, so, so as one person may be needing to build confidence, the next one might be working through some loss and grief in their life. And, and someone else might be learning what it's like to respect other people and, and learning how to read social cues. But I guess the overall outcome is it's a renewed sense of, of peace and confidence, I believe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The peace is just it's such a big one. Because when you have peace, everything else you can work out in, in a peaceful manner. If you don't have that, it's really hard to work on those other things. It's almost the base of it all. Yeah. Um, Can you, would you mind? Sorry, go ahead. Would you mind telling us some amazing stories that you you have had during all of this? Oh, there's so many I could pick from. Um, I won't go on forever, though. Uh, okay, so we we have families come, we have individuals come, we have groups come. One one individual, uh, he came with a group. Actually, he came with a school group. And he's dealing with autism. Um, and he was verbal, right? And and we could just tell he's a brilliant, brilliant child. And he would, uh, he'd go up to one of the horses. It was actually Hercules. Hercules is always a fan favorite. I, I don't know what it is about him, but the people <laughs> are just drawn to him. And he would go up to him and he would literally, he would bury his head into Hercules's, in, into his hair, right? And uh, I looked at him and I said, do you need a hug? Like, do you need a squeeze? And he said, yes. And he, we would be doing different exercises, right? And he'd catch my eye from across the arena. And I looked at him, I just smiled and nodded and he ran over to Hercules and just, he would just hug him, right? Like he would just, and, and the horse, it was like, mm-hmm. he was embracing it. And he would, again, have that huge sense of, of, of belonging and somebody loved him, right? Somebody yeah. loved him. And Herc would give it all day long. That's so beautiful and amazing mm-hmm. for that horse to accept it and know what's going on. It's, it's like they know, like they sense it and they just, yeah, he just went with it. Oh, that one, that one really stuck out. Um, there was another family that was coming. I guess they were struggling with, with communicating in their household and communicating in a positive way. And, and so working with the horses, you, you really have to build a relationship and, and build, build trust with them in order for them to work with you. Mm-hmm. So it was really exciting to see how this family progressed, right? Because 
they started coming in with smiles on their faces and they started and they, they, they have to communicate, right? Because you're working on these exercises together. So it forces you to communicate. And if, if you're going to, you know, communicate in a negative manner, the horse is going to pick up on that and it's not going to work. So really, that one was amazing too, to see the smiles on the faces as, as they continued to work with it. That's um, with what, when I'm taking people and explaining to them about their, their dog and how their minds work and dog training and stuff, it's along the same lines. You have to be able, they have to be able to trust you. You don't speak the same language and they don't have that filtration system that our brain has. When somebody's negative to us, we can filter it and we can understand. But when you're, you're that way to an animal, they, it's, you don't, they don't trust you. They're not going to come to you when you call you know, nope. stuff like that. So it has to be built off that. So that, it, yeah. and it, it does, it completely shifts family dynamics and the way you communicate yeah. with people. I absolutely yep. love that. And I, I, I really love, I love the self-awareness that it, that it makes us have, right? Yeah. Yeah. We, it, yeah, we can it, look at ourselves, and it's like, Hey, how, how, why did I say that? And how did I say that? And how was that portrayed? It's, it's really, really neat. They almost, it's almost like looking in a mirror when you're not getting the mm-hmm. results you need. You're like, oh man, you know, maybe I am the problem. Yeah. You know? yeah. What <laughs> yeah. can I, what can I do? What can I change? Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. There's, there's one more. Can I share one more? Oh, please. Yes. The more the merrier. <laughs> so this was, uh, this was another school group that was coming and it was uh, another young boy and he had, he, he was selective mute, right? He hadn't spoken for a few years at school in the school setting and, I don't know, we were in probably halfway through the sessions. And one day he came up to me and and he whispered, uh, like, when we're done a session, there's always time at the end, there's always time for them to to hold and to brush and to, you know, it's either the cats or the goats or the dogs, right? But but able to hold and interact with something that's living and breathing. Mm -hmm. And he came up to me and he whispered and he says, can I have the white kitten? And I'm like, yep, for sure you can. And after that, he started talking to the other facilitators as well. And uh, the one day he says, I have a friend. Right. And it was just like, oh, "Oh, my my goodness. goodness. Yes, you do. You do have a friend. Right. And every week he came back and it was that white kitten that he needed. And, you know, for for us, too, it was like, yep, here you go. Wow. And, you know, yeah, his his self-worth. Right. Because this kitten was waiting for him. And yeah, it was they're all they're all so different, but they're all so impactful. I find that there are certain animals that are just made for a certain person. Like, yep. you know, they choose. They know for sure. That's so beautiful. I love that story. Yeah, they were amazing. And like amazing animals you have. Can I ask you if there's anyone that trains your animals or um, what other animals you all have besides the horses and the cats and the goats and what you've mentioned so far? (laughs) (laughs) There's a a whole entourage of pets. Um, And like you said, I I, I really believe that they all have, they all play a part, right? Mm -hmm. And and different people will feel a different connection to different animals. Um, With the horses, it... You, they either have it or they don't, right? Yeah. It, it's like you can see it in their eyes. Um, so most of the horses in our program, they've been with us for many, many years. And we've we've grown old with them. So we do have a few that are senior citizens in our in our group. And, <laughs> and we love them because there's so much wisdom that comes with that. Yes, um, definitely. And they're able and to pass be, it on to the next. They are, the next. right. And that's exactly it. We have a few younger ones that are coming in now and they, they learn from the older ones, right? Because there's 
often a lot of commotion that's going on. And if someone, someone, you know, gets a little more excited at something or whatever, the horses have to be able to take that in stride. And the demeanor that they come with, it's like, it can't be taught, right? Their mindset, it has to be stable and trustworthy. Yeah. So yeah, we work with a lot of our own horses. There are some extras that we always bring into the program and it takes a while because there's a lot, there's a lot that they need to be integrated with, but yeah, it's time. It's time and it's patience. And then you see how they react to different things. And then, you know, they either keep going in the program or they get used in a different area. But oh, oh yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, there's there's dogs and cats and, and goats and rabbits and chickens. and <laughs> <laughs> Wow. You, you got the whole farm. Yeah. When and, we're, and we're actually anticipating little baby goats this spring. So that should be very exciting. <gasps> Ooh, that is exciting. Everybody loves baby goats. <laughs> exactly. Right. And they're yeah. so cute. They are. And they're so happy. It's hard not to be yeah. happy around a baby goat. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. And I need to ask for everyone listening, where are you located and how could somebody get a hold of you if they wanted to? Okay. So we are about 12 miles south of Winkler or south of Morden. So okay. we're kind of in the middle. We're actually close to the uh, to the U.S. border. And we do have Instagram and Facebook pages. We are working on our website, and it should be up and running in about a month or so. And, uh, yeah, so they can message us on uh, Instagram or Facebook right now. And then we try and get back to messages as soon as we can. Perfect. And, um and your costs, I know they probably vary, but on a level of like affordability, what would you say um, could could somebody come to you if, even if they were struggling and would there be an option for them? Okay. Financially? See, yes. And that's the biggest thing that we want to want to make it accessible and affordable for everyone. We're actually looking into... Um, into some sponsorship programs. Okay. So yeah. if there's individuals or businesses that say, Hey, I'd like to sponsor, you know, an individual to come for a five week program, or I'd like to sponsor, uh, you know, a youth night Wednesday nights is a youth night. So we're starting to look into that. Oh, uh, absolutely. But yes, there's, if, if anyone is struggling and they're, they're still wanting, you know, to utilize these services, there's, there's always a way for us to do it. That's awesome. So I'm actually working on, um, making some apparel um, with little slogans on it and stuff. And I want to do all proceeds go to certain areas. And I would love for my money to go to you and your program, because I think it's such a wonderful, wonderful thing. So if somebody or if anybody that's listening wants to donate, I will be doing that for Cheryl. And um, I'm assuming you would take donations um, straightforward if they wanted to as well. Is that, is that correct? Yeah, for sure. We would. That's huge. Thank you so much, Michaela. That's very kind of you. No, I, I, I just, (laughs) I absolutely love what you do. And I, I really think more people should be into it. And I hope that this reaches the right people at the right time, because it's such a wonderful thing you're doing. Well, thank you so much for having me. And yeah, we love it. It's, uh, it's really amazing to see who comes onto the yard and, and who can be blessed with this. Right. And that's, oh, that's our goal. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Cheryl, for joining the pause on podcast. Um, I am thrilled to have something so near and accessible yes. to our community <laughs> that benefits like so many people from so many places in life. Um, just uh, God bless you and thank and you all that you're doing. It's it's.
You can find both Cheryl and I on Instagram and Facebook at Dusty Ridge Equine Center and Positive Pet Services. I hope this found you at the right time. Thank you so much for listening and until next time.